Now, InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. He grew up on the streets, became a drug dealer, and then spent years behind bars in a federal prison. Then, he decided to change his life for the better. InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is here to bring you an inspiring interview. Roy? Thanks, Chris. Our guest is Kevin Sherd. He's the author of Lessons of Redemption. It's his story of life as a drug dealer on the streets of Baltimore and how he eventually turned his life around. Kevin, let's start at the beginning of your story. How did you end up dealing drugs? I started when I was 16 years old. Me and a friend ended up getting some money that we invested, and we started buying marijuana. That's where it started. And what kinds of drugs did you end up eventually dealing? Eventually, we started dealing heroin on the streets. Started off with marijuana, cocaine, and then it was heroin at the end. And how long did this go on before eventually you were caught? It went on for a little under 10 years, but it was periods at that time that I actually served time in prison. And talk about just the money that was involved in a venture like this. You were doing pretty well, I guess. At the peak, we were making $20,000 a day. To be honest with you, that was a slow day. So we made a lot of money. It wasn't just about the money because all the, the baggage that comes along with that, with, the, you know, prison and the violence, you know, being scared for your life, that kind of thing. And that's not, you can't even put a price on that stuff. Some people would say, well, his home life may have contributed to this path somehow. What was your home life like when you were a kid? My father left when I was about 12 years old due to his alcohol addiction. And so I ventured out into the streets at an early age. And so the streets became my friend. The streets became my role model. So at age 16, I got into the drug business and, you know, wasn't a lot of people around to tell me, don't do it. But that's a bad idea. Although, I mean, you know it's wrong. But at the same time, you still need that force in your life. Because maybe going to slap you upside the head sometime, you know, when you're off track. Were you a drug user as well or did you just strictly stick to dealing? Uh, strictly dealing. It was crazy because it's really hypocritical. But my father being alcohol addicted, I just had a different view of addiction. And even at that very young age, because I knew what that meant. And I would stay away from it, you know, using, but of course I sold to other people. So just tell us the story of how you ended up getting caught and going to prison. The very last time I had met this guy in prison, Mexican guy, and he brought me down to a place called Nuevo Laredo, right on the Texas border. And so we crossed over into Nuevo Laredo. We put together some business transactions, smuggling cocaine across the Mexican border, back up to Baltimore. And the very last time, for some reason, I still don't know today, he set me up with an undercover DEA agent. I spent a total of 12 years in prison altogether, but my last arrest was in 1999. So you were in and out of prison. Was there a particular critical moment that caused you to suddenly decide to turn your life around? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that last arrest. That was a lot. Part of it was because it came from somebody that I considered a friend. You take it hard because it wasn't like it was a guy, some random guy in the streets. This was a guy that I spent a lot of time with and a guy that I had respected at that time. And when he set me up with the DEA agent, what I realized is that this game doesn't have any friends. You have no friends. Nobody's got your back in the drug business. Anybody could flip on you at any second. Whether it's to send you to prison, to rob you, to kill you. At all times, you're vulnerable. And so I decided I didn't want to do this. And then 
I had some choices I had to make in prison as far as returning back to his society. I could have got back out, got back in the drug business. I could have got back out and I probably would have got killed if I went back into the streets. Or I could have got back out and found a job and got my life together. So I had three choices. The other two just wasn't an option because I didn't want to spend life in prison. I didn't want to spend the rest of my life in prison. Prison is not a great place to be. Our guest on InfoTrack is Kevin Shurd. He's the author of a book called Lessons of Redemption, and it's his story of life as a drug dealer on the streets of Baltimore and how he eventually turned his life around. Kevin, it almost seems like coming out of prison, the easiest thing, the easiest path might have been just to go back into your same life as a drug dealer. I mean, you had done it before. Yeah, you know what? The opportunities were there, but I knew what came along with that. Most guys aren't making millions of dollars on the street and walking off from just sunset. That's in the movies. That usually doesn't happen in the streets. Usually, you go to jail. More often than not, you might get killed, at the very least shot. And none of those are great options for me. So, yeah, I had a, the opportunity was there, but I knew what came along with that. The drug business is a short-lived career. You usually have one or two, maybe even three years of profit or whatever and then the rest is probably prison or some other ugly stuff and three years or two years in the life or whatever i didn't want to do that i wanted to have the next 30 or 40 years you know being around my daughter and enjoying the world enjoying life and also realize you can make a lot of money doing a lot of stuff in america you don't have to sell dope you got to be willing to learn some new stuff Kevin, today you work to better your community. I understand you work in substance abuse prevention and helping children of addicted parents. Talk about that for a moment. I've been working the last five years doing advocacy and awareness around children of addicts. There's a lot of data and research around the suffering that the child goes through. And this is a child that doesn't use drugs, but they're at high risk of using drugs at some point. But also... They deal with mental health issues like depression or self-esteem, anxiety, and in some cases, post-traumatic stress from things they've seen their parents do. And so we've been doing a lot of work. I was at the White House. We've worked with mayors all over the country. We've done all kinds of work with federal agencies like the National Institute of Drug Abuse, the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, working with groups to help support not only children of addicts, but prevention, substance abuse prevention, education for kids. What do you see as the biggest problem that urban young people face today? The biggest problem is the environment of drugs, illegal drugs. So it just creates this environment where bad things happen. Everything from the dealer to the user to children of the addicts to innocent people in the community here in Baltimore, we had a drive-by shooting where a three-year-old child was hit and she died. And so this environment of violence is created by illegal drugs. And so if we were able to get illegal drugs out of our street, out of our communities, out of the country, so much would change. Everything from mental health to prison populations to the health and welfare of children and communities all across the country. Our biggest problem is illegal drugs. And that's why I'm so big on prevention education, educating kids on the dangers of drugs so that they won't go down the same path that maybe their parents did or just a path that we know there's only a dead end. 
important message from Kevin Sherd, the author of Lessons of Redemption, his story of life as a drug dealer on the streets of Baltimore and how he turned his life around. Kevin, do you have a website? Yes, LessonsofRedemption.com. And for the foundation, where we do our drug prevention work, it's MarioDoRight.org. Well, thank you very much for joining us today on InfoTrack. Thank you. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.